Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4, episode 40 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials in Genesis chapter 6 to 11 and uh, in Moses chapter 8. And today we're going to move into Genesis 11 for the last couple of days as we reflect on and review the story and the experience of the Tower of Babel. Now, uh, the Tower of Babel, uh, as many of us listening to this podcast will know, uh, is a an, an incident where there was a group of people. And as we read in Genesis chapter 11, verse 1, uh, at that time, the people uh, and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. So the very important context for us there, that everyone in the land at that time, uh, the whole earth was speaking the one language, which uh, we refer to at times as the Adamic language, the original language. Um, And here it says in verse three, and they said one to another, go to let us make brick and and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime they had for mortar. And they said, go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach in unto heaven. And let us make a name lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. Now, few things that we need to dig, pull out from here. And I wonder if we'll end up spending the rest of the whole of this episode just on these two verses. Because there is a lot when you dig into uh, what is going on here, what they want to do. And also some of the research and... Um, the Hebrew uh, in here that we have as well, plus some additional sources. Now, there was uh, a a kind of historian who lived in the first century um, after uh, AD called Flavius Josephus, uh, and he wrote about a number of these stories in the in the Bible, including the Tower of Babel. Uh, and what's interesting here is to get his a quote from him and his. Uh, view and understanding from what he was reading at the time from his sources about this tower. Um, He says, quote, now it was Nimrod who excited them to such an affront and contempt of God. He was the grandson of Ham, the son of Noah, a bold man and of great strength of hand. He persuaded them not to ascribe it to God as if it were through his means they were happy, but to believe that it was their own courage which procured that happiness. He also gradually changed the government into tyranny, seeing no other way of turning men from fear of God, but to bring them into a constant dependence on his power. He also said he would be revenged on God if he should have a mind to drown the world again, for that he would build a tower too high for the waters to be able to reach, and that he would avenge himself on God for destroying their forefathers. So here we start to make the connections as to why this tower is being built, because it does seem quite random where they just say, all right, let's build some brick and we'll build a tower to reach heaven. Um, and of course, reading the, the verses we have had from the Bible previously, our understanding is that they were trying to reach up to God and live with God, I guess. But actually, it sounds like that quite the opposite. They weren't building the tower to reach the heavens to uh, be able to live in heaven with God, but perhaps it was rather uh, to reach heaven so that they could uh, avoid having to do what God wants them to do. Uh, that they are trying to uh, overcome God, as it were, and to avoid doing what he asks and living a life that he asks us to do and try to have faith and repent when we make mistakes. Um, They would rather just do it in their own strength. And, of course, as with many of these uh, stories in the scriptures, we look at that and go, well, how foolish is that? But how many of us do that at times? How many of us at times um, 
know that there is one thing that we should do, but we say, oh, well, no, I'll just ignore that. And uh, I'm sure God will be fine with it. He loves me. He loves everyone. You know, it'll be okay. We need to um, listen to the Saviour. We need to attend church regularly to partake of the sacraments, renew our covenants. We need to try and do what we can to support and love our fellow men and serve them. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was an interesting uh, note there from um, Fabius Josephus. Uh, the other thing which is important to note as well is um, as many scholars of, of the Bible have found that there were similar towers like this built uh, during the millennia, and these were called ziggurats. And the purpose of these ziggurats was not so much to try and reach heaven um, and um, avoid what God wants them to do, but also it was to reach into heaven and to persuade God to come down from heaven um, they would often have a little room and um, a, a comfortable space to live in at the top, uh, which wasn't for anyone in, uh, on earth, but that was built to to kind of encourage God, as it were, to come out of his heaven, come down the tower into the city um, and be able to have God live in their city, which would make sense for where they say, whose top may reach into heaven and let us make a name. Um, so... Perhaps there, there may be some reason and evidence there that shows that they are trying to manip manipulate God and say, well, oh, it's okay, like, we'll build this tower, God will come down, and then we've got power with over God to do what we want. Um, and that is just such a, you know, a, a interesting but also malicious uh, reason to, to try and overcome um, and become as gods in their own way. Um, one final thing that I want to pick out from this as well is that in verse 3, it refers to brick for stone and slime for mortar. Now, first of all, brick, they're not just using stone. Uh, they are burning, they are working on brick, which just shows the effort they are putting to build this tower rather than perhaps other things in, in their lives they should. And also this slime for mortar. If you look at the word slime uh, and look at the original um, Hebrew uh, that is that is found in the Bible. It is a, a word that is chemar, which is defined as bitumen, so a very specific material. And bitumen, uh, as well as being a, a material that can bind and um, hold things together, it's also a very waterproof material. Now, thinking about what we just read uh, about uh, from Josephus about uh, if there is another flood, then we will overcome that from God. And also, if we think about the fact that these individuals are not that far removed from the event of the flood, I mean, we're, we're talking two or three generations later, um, then it's very fascinating that they think, well, in, instead of doing what God would ask us to do if there were another flood, well, first of all, they clearly haven't taken on board the, the covenant and promise that God has made that he won't flood the earth again. Um, so there's that. But also instead of knowing what their forefather Noah did and listened to God and built an ark and did what he commanded him, uh, instead they're going to build their own tower to overcome anything like that so they don't have to listen to what the Lord would tell them in a, in a case of a flood again. Um, it's just a lot of little details here which indicate the pride and the um, wickedness of this people rather than just simply trying to build a tower to get to heaven because on the face of it, Someone trying to build a tower to get to heaven, if there weren't all these other uh, motives and intentions behind it, wouldn't sound, I think, too bad. You know, it's a fair thing to do. It's misguided for sure, um, but, you know, not necessarily wicked. 
But then when you take into account the intention of the ziggurats and manipulations of God, uh, the, the record of Josephus and how um, these people wanted to overcome a future flood uh, and the anger that they would have toward God if there were another flood uh, and and also the bitumen and how they're waterproofing it so that they can avoid any of God's um, judgments upon them if they if they continue in their ways. Um, there is a lot of uh, evil and wickedness associated with these motives. So, of course, we know that they are building this tower. And in verse 5, it says, And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which the children of men builded. I think what's ironic in this language here is that they say, is that the, the author of the Bible, whether it be Moses or someone who's translated it from Moses, uh, uses this and uh, this phraseology of God coming down to see it, which is interestingly you know, what the people wanted is for God to come down. But this is obviously not in the way that they expected. And of course, tomorrow uh, we will look at the conclusion of this experience uh, and see what happens there and conclude our study for this week. Thank you so much for listening today. Please join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Um, and it would be great to hear your comments. And it's been great to see some comments on there already about some of the things we have studied this week. So please do join us on there. Thank you for your time. And until we meet again.